Hello, everyone. This is uh, Johnny, uh, one of your two hosts. And I just wanted to uh, uh, leave a quick little blurb here at the beginning to explain that we are trying social distancing for the situation that is going on in our world right now. And because of that, the audio for this recording is not perfect, but it's what we had and we couldn't re-record the whole damn episode again. So uh, we apologize in advance if you can't hear everything as well as we would have liked you to. Uh, We are working on it and we will have a better episode uh, going forward. Um, Cross your fingers, everybody. But we are doing our best, and so is everybody else in the world, and everybody stay safe, uh, wash your hands, uh, cough into your elbow, and uh, try not to go out and about as much as humanly possible. Uh, yeah, so, enjoy! I hate both of you! Welcome to One Foot on the Ground. Oh, are we starting? Are we not? <laughs> I guess. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I Welcome. Mean, we, we, uh, oh, what? Yeah. What do we say? Is that what we do? I don't remember. Is that what we sound like? I think oh. so. Something like that. I feel like I'm talking quieter than usual, and I don't know why. Probably because I have headphones. Yeah, I'm trying to project to give the same energy that I normally give, but it feels really weird being alone and doing that. And just an FYI to any of the listeners, John and I are practicing social distancing. But also this is like super convenient for us since we don't live like super close. Yeah, so, I that's mean, actually like, very true. Especially now it seems with like the, the best uh, time. To the, start. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, since we're supposed to be sort of quarantining, mm-hmm. sounds like a drink, which we can't go to a bar and get. Uh, <laughs> no, we cannot, but we can share oh, recipes. Oh, we can share recipes online for those of you who want to drink at home. Yeah, exactly. I mean... Somebody can come up with that. So, welcome to One Fun on the Ground. <laughs> well, I know you said it already, but I'm reiterating. No, no, no. I was talking about you I got lost. recipe. I'm oh. a beverage master, John. Oh, true. Okay. Oh, I mean, <laughs> the beverages today. I've got so many jump. beverages at all times, and I'm in I my have home. Some- I actually so. have two different waters, but they're the same water. It's just oh, in two different containers. My water's out of reach. I'll get to it. So it's weird to see myself while we're recording. I can see like my my jowls and my creases. It's really mm-hmm. weird. Oh, I shake for the listeners. Yeah, I thought there. you were. I thought you were uh, feeling for your mustache because you do that over your mustache a lot. Yeah, you do like touch it and you like. Oh, I do. I I actually went to go itch my neck earlier today, and it was weird. It's always strange the first like week because I'm used to like there being a huge barrier Mm -hmm. between me and my skin. Mm 
and it's not there. So I'm like, kind of yeah. like, and oh, you have shit. nothing to push oh. out of the way when you're like, like oh, girl, I don't have neckties. Um, I'm not that fancy. So anyway, so uh, this is Ashley. And this is Johnny. <laughs> and uh, today we are discussing, uh, I, I'm not going to say it in French. I'm just going to say Beauty and the Beast. Oh, uh, it's La Belle, something, I don't know French. I don't know. Ben, but... uh, actually, I'd probably do better if I had it in front of me. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> I opened a beer and it is a lot sweeter than I was expecting. Jean Cocteau's Beauty and the Beast. Uh, la Belle et la, la Bête. La, la bet. Belle et la Bête. Call me La so, Bête. And this is from 1946. It sure is. Uh, Written and directed by Jean Cocteau. Jean Cocteau. Actually, mm-hmm. I was listening to something and they said Cocteau. So I don't know if that guy was just being a weirdo or if it's Cocteau or Cocteau. I don't well, know. Chateau is spelled with T-E-A-U. So he might be on to something. Chateau, Cocteau. Mm. Oh, you know what? Maybe I've been pronouncing it wrong my whole entire freaking life. Yeah, but Cocteau like just sounds right because Jean of Cocteaus. Yeah. Well, it also rolls, but a Jean Cocteau rather than Jean Cocteau, like a big toe. No, you like a big like toe. Jean like Look, my big toe. <laughs> Jean Cocteau's <laughs> big toe. Ew, gross. <laughs> this all sounds very dirty. <laughs> So, oh, well, uh, Jean Cocteau's Beauty and the Beast, mm, which I have mm, the blue mm. ring. Of course, you do the Criterion edition, no less. The criterion. Oh, now I wanted to talk about that for a second. So, when that when I was starting to collect films on David Dell or the <laughs> DVD, as the Americans would say, <laughs> DVD <laughs> or Blu-ray. Well, first of all, DVDs. And uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that Jean Cocteau's Beauty and the Beast was the very first Criterion I ever owned. Oh, because because it started with the letter B? No, (laughs) because I wanted that film. Uh, And, of course, it's not like you can just go out and buy Jean Cocteau's Beauty and the Beast if it's not on Criterion. So that's how I got it. I believe I have the original VHS of it, too, somewhere. That was also, it was sort I think it was home vision. I think we've briefly mentioned this before that like all the releases by, I think it was home vision were eventually criterion. Okay. Uh, but that was on VHS. Anyway, not the point. It doesn't matter. So, but I, but when they upgraded to Blu-ray, it was the first Blu-ray criterion that I ever owned. In fact, it might have been the first Blu-ray I owned. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. No. The first Criterion Blu-ray for sure. I want to say that, well, the very first DVD I ever owned was technically the Alien films. And then... some of the first hand. The Quadrilogy. The Quadrilogy was the first DVDs I ever owned. And Purple Rain was the first, like, I think I probably got them the same day, if not, like, days apart. Um, and then, of course, 
every time there's an iteration upgrade, I have to get those. So it's quite uh, funny that you and I are such very different people. My first Blu-ray was Mean Girls. That's and, fun. Yeah, and the I just purchased that the other Blu-ray day at uh, Target. Oh, I did a Black Friday sale. I think I had purchased a PS3 that had Blu-ray, like, obviously included. Okay. And I was all pumped. And I was like, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart. But Mean Girls was on sale. And I was like, yeah. So. Okay. That. I like it. Yeah. First, uh, Blu-ray criterion was Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, good choice. I really good like choice. the artwork on it. Well, yeah. By his brother. His oh, was it? For those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right uh, he did, I mean, obviously, he didn't do the artwork for, like, the ones that are not, are not, that don't look like that. Like, he didn't do Fantastic Mr. Fox art. Okay. And he didn't do Moonrise Kingdom art for Criterion. But I think up until those, all of the artwork for Wes Anderson films for Criterion were done by his brother. Oh, right on. Which, was what he preferred. So I mean, anyway, that's that's about it. completely other films. That's not about what we're talking about. So, what is your rundown of this film? Uh, so there's um. Oh my goodness, I had it right before we started too. Because I was like, <laughs> it's Beauty and the Beast as though you know it, but it's also Beauty and the Beast as though you don't. It's like Cinderella. But with a beast. Uh, a dude picks a flower. Uh, it's the wrong flower. And he can either stay and die. Or he can go back and convince one of his three daughters to come back. Not his son. Who's kind of like a garbage human. Uh, and come back and be sacrificed to this beast. And he comes back and he tells them that he doesn't want them to go. But he doesn't act like he's like trying to say goodbye. He just gets like ill from, is it grief? Is that why he's I, You know, I think it's just old days. He just got old and tired. He kept mentioning how old he was, too. And I was like, um, dude, you're like my age. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so was she, though. So was Belle. Well, Belle. everybody was the same Belle age. Was everybody in France her, like, late 30s, just like, early 40s. Yeah. And that's fine. But, like, no, they didn't look like kids, you no. know. And, well, I uh, think yeah. um, when... What am I saying? Uh, there's a lot to what say. Well, you? yes. Um, anyway, keep going. Oh yeah. So one of his one of his daughters, the fairest of them all, uh, <laughs> sacrifices herself, takes the magical horse, and yells "Go, go, go!" and goes far away into the castle, uh, where the beast is like, "Oh, but will you marry me? Because I'm going to ask you that like later." And she was like, uh, "You're a beast." And <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like self-loathing. Uh, uh, and a lot of yelling. There's a lot of yelling. Ooh, but fancy yeah. costumes. And then, you know, like, people die. And then uh, people's, like, insides die. And then they you know, get pretty outsides. And the movie ends. That's interesting. That's my, so... <laughs> that's my, my run down <laughs> in, in The Beast 1946. Jean Cocteau's beating the beast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, how accurate do you think I was, John? It was pretty good. Uh, Thank you. I mean, yeah. honestly, if you're gonna, I mean, first of all, I think a lot of people are familiar with Beauty and the Beast mostly because of uh, Disney. Yes, that's my favorite Disney movie. And I was like, we'll see what we have here. 
It's a pretty good one. It's a pretty good one. Uh-huh. Uh, but so, but this one is a little closer to not only the original back in the day version, like yeah. the first documented, but it's also, it's a little bit, I, how would I explain this? So there's version one. Mm-hmm. And there's version two, which was the one that was by a French woman that I cannot pronounce her name. Um, right. No, <laughs> I don't even have me, so I can't. But uh, she, she, hers is the most popular version. I believe hers was the first published version, uh, and then, or maybe widely published, because they have an old ass version that's super long and very detailed with tons of characters. Uh, hers like a lot. cut down the characters and then uh, Jean Cocteau or Cocteau whatever he narrowed it down Jean a little Cocteau. bit more. <laughs> he <laughs> narrowed it down more and but kept a lot of what she had done but also uh, how do I say so the very first version of it the long ass one uh-huh. uh, it had the same basic story that we see in this particular film, the same structure, like the dad. Oh, oh, oh God, there's so many things. Okay, so <laughs> start with the first thing. Start with the start, start with, with the thing first. number one. Let's... Yeah, yeah, you got this. One at a time. So okay, so the dad uh, is a business person of some sort, and he makes he, money somehow. He well, the thing this is I was this is kind of what I was going to go into. So back when I was a kid. My mom and dad would always say they're waiting for their ship to come in. And I always thought it was just, I didn't know what it meant. I was like, okay, whatever that means. And basically, in the long run, it means, like, <laughs> that sounds really great in my ears. So, <laughs> Did it also look great <laughs> that I, when I blew it out, it blew up my hair? <laughs> like, like in the fucking clown? <laughs> <laughs> that actually happens in this film, and I think it's fantastic. Not with a burp, but, you know, whatever. Uh <laughs> So anyway, uh, we'll get to that. So, anyway, so they say waiting for the spoiler. Never going to get to anything because I I can't figure out how to talk about it. So, (laughs) uh, so anyway, so um, waiting for your ship to come in. So basically, that meant like somebody invested money. Like let's say Bell's dad invested money in the idea that a ship would come in with like riches from another world or from another country or something kind of like when they yeah. would go get spices from india and stuff like that so basically you're waiting for your ship to come in you're waiting for your investment to come in so that you can finally reap the rewards of having done that and if basically waiting for your ship to come in is the hard part because first of all it takes a long time for a ship to cross the ocean and second of all what if it gets a storm and your ship gets lost? And in this case, or pirates, or pirates, that's true. I mean, Jack yeah. Sparrow's out there somewhere. So, <laughs> yeah, he was, David he Jones, fumbly pirate. <laughs> he seemed to not cool. care about killing people, but more so just like you know, living his life, taking whatever. I mean, isn't that why he was likable because he didn't murder? I think that's the only reason. Right, that would have been like crossing the line. Probably. I didn't watch all the movies, so I might not know. Oh, I like those. They're pretty fun. All but one of them is on Disney Plus. Oh, which one's not? On Stranger Tides. I just looked it up because I I wanted to watch them all, <laughs> and I was kind of mad. I was like, God dang it. Um. But go ahead about tips coming in. So, 
So the ship coming in. So the dad mm-hmm. basically does this. He invests in the ship. The ship never comes in because it gets lost at sea or some bullshit. So, but anyway, so, so the dad, okay. So <laughs> this film opens with uh, what? Like the daughters, the dad, the brother, and the brother's best friend slash hunting partner. Yeah, uh, is, is his best friend not rich? Because, like, in the beginning, I thought he was. Like, I genuinely thought he was, like, a rich Gaston type of character. I think he basically, which, uh, we're going to get to that, but uh, he... Answer my questions now, John. Yeah, I believe he is wealthier than they are. Okay. Or at least from a wealthier family. Uh, whether or not he himself has money, I don't know. I'm sure that if he yeah. married, well, maybe they'd give him a... He said I that there was no, a wait point... No, That's not what happens. They get money from the daughter, because yeah. the parent pay to take this girl off her hands, damn it. Yeah, maybe he was uh, looking forward to, like, a few extra, like, cows or chickens or duckets something. Duckets or Yeah. But, like, he he had made a comment about him not being, like, further along financially because, like, Belle dipped town. Because Belle sacrificed herself. And he, well, like, seemed, like, yeah. more mad about being poor than he was about Belle being what he, they all considered to be dead. Yeah. Well, uh, this whole thing is such a fun yeah, it's a different time. Dang. Yeah. So anyway, so so uh, the dad. Okay. So anyway, so uh, gosh. So the dad is going to find his ship or to go collect his money from the ship or whatever the fuck it was, mm-hmm. and so he's going into town as always happens in these movies. The dad is always going into town to do something. So yeah, so, gets on his horse. He goes off, and when he's leaving, he's like, "So girls." I'm gonna have this money, so what y'all wants? And the girls are like, the daughters, the snotty ass older daughters are like, girl, I want me a monkey. I want me some jewels. <laughs> I want me some dresses. And he's like, well, Belle, what do you want? She's like, I just want a rose, a beautiful little rose. And <laughs> she probably says it better than that. No, no, uh, no. That was, that was pretty much verbatim. No spot that was on. perfect, yeah. <laughs> oh rules <laughs> anyway so she she wants a rose and the girls the other girl her sisters are like you bitch what the fuck you asshole he can get you anything and you want a motherfucking rose you a hoe so <laughs> for real though they were like i don't think he asked what his their brother wanted but who gives a shit because he's an asshole oh, he was kind of scummy like he, very he, bad i i didn't understand his stance on anything like he didn't have one. He was very wishy-washy. And yeah, he was, like, for his sisters, but then he was also for his best friend, who was, like, humiliating his sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was, like, well, there was a weird part where he defended his friend, but then he defended his sisters. It was very all over the place. But he was also yeah, a drunk. He told his friend to slap his sisters. He did, yeah, he did. And then <laughs> and he when he slapped... He did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was like, what the fuck? Why are you slapping my sister? He's like, you told me to. That, that was your ah. plan, guy. I mean, that's... Anyway, but it basically... Okay, so let's just... Let's get the no, Disney... No, let's thing get into it. I'm let's done. Let's get the Disney thing out of the way. So... Okay. The Disney version of this mm-hmm. is definitely based on this. Like, not based on it completely, but most of the story 
pieces they got from Jean Cocteau's Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And in fact, in the, in the, what was it? What, what year was this? The 40 something? 46. 46. Uh, Disney had been working on a version of this back then. And then he saw this film and he's like, oh shit, that's fucking good. We can't do anything better than that. So scrap it. We're not doing it. Yeah, let's do that. But make like the rose magical. Well, no, no, no. He didn't come up with any of that stuff. They came up with that, you know, in like 1990 and 91, whatever. So, uh, because Disney was dead. So (laughs) the Disney company came up with the, the new version. But anyway, so Gaston is loosely based on the blonde friend in this version, which is uh, played by uh, Jean-Marie, who was uh, Jean Cocteau's lover at the time. Oh! Yes, and um, he also plays the Beast. Just uh, real quick, I just noticed that I have my bell apron here. Oh, I I saw that. Disney. I didn't do that intentionally, one bit. So, the other thing that Disney took a lot from what well they took a couple things so uh they got the gaston character basically from jean maurice and then they got the enchanted castle now this is what i was going to say about the original long ass version was the castle that she was staying in did have enchanted rooms but they were kind of cut out for the lady version that i can't pronounce her name uh, so that version, maybe, written. was it a woman? I don't know. I think it's reprinted in this. Is it reprinted in this? It might be. It also might be difficult to know the gender of the person. Unless it was like... Yeah, I can't, I mean... Amanda. Knows. I don't know. I'm really bad at all that shit. Yeah. No, I think it was. I think it was like Madam something... Oh. Blah, 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 blah. Madam Zatel. For sure. Madam. Yeah, I think it's madam. Let's just say madam. So, anyway. Not the point. Based on this, yes. Uh, well, Mimi, like M-M-E. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a woman, right? I, I thought, honestly, when I read that, I thought it was the title of the previous rendition. No, 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 that's her name. Well, then Mimi it is. Mimi La Prince de Bemont. that sounds right so anyway so she wrote this other version uh she kind of cut out some of the shit she's like i don't need all this bullshit but then jean cock too was like well i like your condensed version but i also like that enchanted motherfucker shit because i could do some special effects with the cameras and have some fun shit so he does and then disney turned those into the enchanted objects that you see as part of the curse in the disney version so yes. Lumiere and Cogsworth and all that kind of shit. Mrs. This Potts. is teapots or teapots or pots or it's whatever. It's just Mrs. Potts, Chippy, dog. Chippy Chew. Chippy Chew. Chippy Chewy. Uh, That's exactly how you address Chewy. <laughs> there you go. So uh, <laughs> Chippy Chewy. Um, <laughs> so all those things were basically based on Jean Cocteau's version, which had the enchanted castle that had like the helping hands all over the place. So you'd see like uh, right, hands indeed. holding the sconces. Did you freeze? Through walls holding oh. 
candelabras and bullshit. So, <laughs> and all that shit. Um, so anyway, so mm. there we go. So there's the Disney thing. So also they made the beast likable. And that was a big deal in Jean Cocteau's version that he wanted to make the beast a likable individual so that you'd actually be kind of disappointed when he turned into a human. I mean, in in the Disney version, I was definitely disappointed when he turned into a human. I was like, who are these guys? That's not the beast I know. And in this version, I just didn't care. And I don't know. I don't think anybody did. No, seriously. Like, it was a big deal when the movie came out. Like, uh, like uh, Marlena Dietrich, who was actually a very good friend of Jean Cocteau. And mm-hmm. uh, he, in the very first screening of the film to all the uh, producers or whatever, the, the company executives or whatever it was, uh, he actually sit with them and held her hand through the whole thing because he was so nervous to show them this film. And then, of course, everybody fucking loved it. And they were like, oh, my God, it's amazing. And Marlena Dietrich was like, you go, girl. You get that Jean-Marie thing bed. Anyway, so, but at the, when she saw it, she's like, oh, no, bring me back my beast. Like, nobody, nobody liked it. And there was another famous French woman that basically said, no, 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 maybe she wasn't French. Whatever, who cares? It was some other lady that was like, no, girl, that beast. That beast is hot, dude. Bring me back that beast. Uh, so that's how likable Jean Cocteau made the beast. Was that at the end you were kind of disappointed that it became? And in I fact, like that that it, was like a line though. He was like, "Are you disappointed that I'm not the beast?" And like, she was yeah. like, "No, you just look like someone I, I once knew." And well, and that's like, the thing. He did take on the form of the Jean Maurice, like the Gaston kind of character. So if this had been true, if Disney had adapted this faithfully. He would have been guessed on at the end. Yeah. And it would have been like, oh shit, ew, gross. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and that's like weird because like because we're not we're I'm not saying all of us didn't, but we're not supposed to like Gaston. And no. like while I liked Gaston because he I was I mean, he he was a big burly, hairy, sexy dude. But right. And kind of an asshole. Bullet. Very vain. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, him, him and about his it. sidekick should have just gotten together, and that would have been fine. And you know what? That would have been fine. That it would have been, been like, fine. oh, that's probably sense. what the case really was. Really projecting but, all that aggression. But he was just, yeah, he was just like, yeah. didn't want to, you know, that's a whole different story for a different film. So <laughs> we'll talk about that when we do the animated Beauty and the Beast from 1991. Uh, was it 91? It was 91, right? Yeah. It's not, that sounds yeah. right. That sounds yeah. right. I mean, I'm not so, a historian, but that sounds right. No, that sounds right. Because I think Aladdin was 92. And yeah, so that works. So not the point. Who cares? So Okay. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, so at the end, uh, but Jean Cocteau kind of did that on purpose. He wanted her to, and I can't remember why I read it somewhere. But he basically kind of wrote it all like that on purpose to be like, well, now she's going to be stuck in uh, just a, a relationship that she's not exactly happy with because she ended up with somebody that was not as great as the Beast. It he basically also, wanted it to be that the Beast was a better version of that person than he ended up. Yeah, but like it he was better seemed at- like a, a cop-out to me because like, I thought that 
that friend was supposed to be preferable. You know, because he wasn't, like, necessarily pressuring her, was he? I can't remember. He, it was all. Fun. It was in another yeah. language, so I can't tell. Like, Everyone was yelling, so I just thought that like, was normal. And I, I wanted <laughs> to be you to be my wife all the time and stuff like that. Yeah, he was like kind of polite as far as propositioning <laughs> like a a woman that you don't have like a real relationship with to marry you. He was kind of polite. And, like, he took no for an answer and was just, like, you know. He, yeah, you know, he was respectful of that. I'll, I'll give you yeah. that. But he was just kind of, like, he was also just kind of, like. But he was also disappointed. And he also yeah. did, I mean, that's why in the end the Beast ended up with his likeness was because he was the one that went into the enchanted pavilion. Right? Yes, the enchanted shed. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. shed. <laughs> they didn't uh, call it a shed. I can't remember what he called no, it. They, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Pavilion. Pro- they probably said pavilion for pavilion. sure. Pavilion. Pavilion. Uh, like something real familiar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dip into that pavilion. Uh, so <laughs> I just like saying things with a French kind of twist. And you know what? I'm surprised we're not doing this whole episode that way. I think that would be very inappropriate. All I our French have... listeners will be like, uh, ew, gross. Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to offend our French listeners. I don't want to offend anybody. I, oh, believe them too. me. Be anybody. Believe too. me, believe me, people. I'm not trying to be offensive, I swear. I just really love the way that it sounds and it makes me happy. So <laughs> it feels good. It feels good on the old mouth, on the it old American does. mouth. Pavilion. Pavilion. It just sounds better than yeah, pavilion. You say things so harshly. Ah, yeah, like that pavilion over there. You know, it's not as cute. <laughs> I really dug that one, though. <laughs> so, I would vote that it was almost as cute. <laughs> so, yeah. um, anyway, so uh, what am I saying? So, oh, so anyway, so the dad goes off. He doesn't have a ship come in, so he's pissed. He's like, God damn it, now I'm poor. Gotta go back home. And on yeah. his way home, he gets lost. Mm-hmm. And he upons the Beast Castle. And when he goes inside, the Beast isn't there. But, like, the door's open and it's all creepy and there's some great special effects. Inviting some um, problem is what he's doing. He, he, wants to, he wants to start a fight. That's what that Beast is doing. He was bored. Well, he was trying to start a fight. On. He left his doors on, on open. On. He left his roses looking good. And Hold on, girl. Go ahead. So... But I'm saying, like, the castle, the enchanted castle, the helping hands were basically like, hey, this is a person that walked into our place. Let's put up his horse. Let's let him inside. Let's light Mm -hmm. the candelabras beautifully, Uh, (laughs) which was all done in a reverse shot. He had to walk backwards as they were being put out so that they would look like they were being lit up. And, um, yeah, it was beautifully done. I agree. All house-related things were gorgeous. Oh, absolutely. Well, and this is Jean Cocteau at his best. Like, this is what he does. He does beautiful special effects and tricks and camera things and stuff. And I was telling, well, we never, I don't think that our recorded Bram Stoker's Dracula thing ever made it to to the pod peoples, our footsie. It it did not. And you know what? That one was a good episode. Yeah, really the, that one. we'll never be able to do it again. It's it's in the vibe. No, it's vault. in the it's in the vault. 
Yeah, the only but one I'm coming did, out is bias. I did bring up that all of the uh, in-camera special effects that Roman Coppola did for his dad in Bram Stoker's Dracula, which was directed by Francis Ford Coppola, in case you guys didn't know, uh, all of the special effects in that were basically literal shot-by-shot copies of special effect shots from Jean Cocteau films, including Beauty and the Beast and Orpheus. Um, literally, they're frame for frame the exact same shots. Like when the dad approaches the door, uh, the shadow moves like it does in Bram Stoker when you first see Dracula. That shadow in Bram Stoker's Dracula is so good. Oh, God, yes. It's so um, good. It is. I mean, anyway, so just saying, like, these special effect shots that everybody loves in Bram Stoker's Dracula, which are lovable. They're all very good. Jean Cocteau did these motherfucking things in the 40s and the 50s. So give credit. <laughs> respect. Give respect. I thought Pop. I just gave respect to the same this man. Pump, <laughs> this bump or whatever it's called. So, yeah. To the, that, is that what you show? needed? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, boom, boom, mm. boom. Oh, <laughs> I feel assaulted. Oh, oh, wow. No, that's not what I meant. Oh, so... <laughs> no, I don't feel assaulted either. <laughs> Good. So, anyway, uh, so special effects, beautiful things. Oh, so he gets stuck in the castle, but then he's like, you know, they give him a drink. Oh, and he gets blown like your hair. Like when the shock of seeing the hand like start moving and giving him some wine like blows his hair back and he flings back in the chair. And I always love that. I was like, Oh my God, that's so funny. Cause it's so animated. It's such a, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's the kind of thing you'd see in a cartoon or something, but it's in this amazing film. Anyway, um, he falls asleep after drinking that wine. Mm-hmm. And, As you uh, do. And he's like, okay, well I have my fill. I'm going to get back on the road. I'm going to try to go. And while he's leaving, he sees the roses and he's like, Oh shit. That's right. Belle wanted a rose. That's all she wanted. So why don't I just grab one? <laughs> so he grabs this immaculately beautiful rose, which was very hard to light, by the way. And, and all uh, of them are, were, were immaculate. Just FYI. He could have yeah. picked any rose. They and were all good. he just he snapped that thing, and that beast showed up real quick. He's like, motherfucker. Ooh, <laughs> the one one thing I care about. <laughs> the only thing I love is a rose. <laughs> Your punishment and... is death. <laughs> <laughs> you will die, bitch. And he's like, no, no, no. Give me a daughter. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh. no, no, no. Take, uh, I want to take this for my daughter. She's so cute. She's so pretty. I just love her so much. And I don't have anything in the world. Let me let me give her the room. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> he said he, he would give it to, he would be, he got it for his daughter. And he was like, I have three daughters. <laughs> like, <laughs> would you like one of those? <laughs> yeah. Just like right out the gate. <laughs> like Beast was not in like in it for the negotiations he was like oh your punishment is death and he was like i have three girls <laughs> what about that yeah. son uh, <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> uh <laughs> right like come April on get life. it together he's lonely he'll take a body so um anyway so but that's the first time you see the the beast and uh he looks amazing talk about his costume mm-hmm. and his makeup mm-hmm. he took five hours a day to get into that makeup when uh, he was completely we, covered. When I saw the beast, John, I want you to know, I, the beast comes out from the shadows, and I was like, mm, this is why John picked this. Oh, look at that outfit. He is gorgeous. Oh, yeah, it's, good. it's amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah. Head to toe. Um, oh, 
they actually had to postpone shooting because Jean Cocteau had uh, gotten very ill from a skin disease of some sort. And he was in a lot of pain and uh, a lot of bad, whatever. And he basically was like, you know, I feel bad because like all this that I'm going through is basically what poor Jean Maurice is going through from having to take this fucking shit off and on his skin all the time. Because it was messing up with Jean Maurice's skin. Oh, I bet. That's why he couldn't play Pretty Beast at the end. That's the reason, John. Yeah, they had to make him a human. He had welts from the... (laughs) (laughs) From the glue. (laughs) But anyway, so uh, beautiful, beautiful uh, beastie makeup shit. Yeah. Very nice. Very good. Agreed. Um, And in fact, uh, I think Disney's kind of looks similar. Sort of. Not as elegant. But. No, it did. It did. And I could tell when, like, when Homeworld went to pet his head, he was like, you pet me like an animal. Um, but, like, when his head was down, it looked like, you know, Disney, all they did was embellish. Like, they teased, yeah, yeah, yeah. They teased his hair back here. They gave him a little, a little bump. But that seemed to be it. Like, he was mostly the same. He had wide shoulders, just like in this movie, except this movie really just had, like, football pad shoulders. Yeah, whereas, those big whereas Disney made children. it like more anatomical, like, like he yeah. was like an animal head to toe, yeah. and not just a hairy human. But it was very similar, very similar. Yeah, it, I got the message. So, anyway, so so the dad goes back. The beast is like, sure, okay, fine. You could take the rose back to your daughter. You could go take the, <laughs> yeah. but one of them's got to come yeah. back. Well, and they gotta come back. And if they do coward, you gotta come back. And he's like, yeah, it, if they don't do it, you gotta come back. It's it's a thing. So yeah. he sent them off on his magical horse. Mm-hmm. Which, which was what was the horse's name? It was um it was gosh. it was maleficent. It was magnificent, but it was like in French. A magnificent magnificent yeah. magnificent something like uh, that. Uh magnificent Mag- magnificent. Magnificante or something like that? Mag- is that Mag- Spanish? Am I messing that up? I don't is that Italian? Know. Something. It's yeah. it's bad. We're bad. Magnificant at is what it was. And <laughs> yeah, you were like, take me to where I need to go. Go 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 go. go. Yeah. But I think in French it's like what V V V or Vi 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 or something like that. That sounds like I'm, a, I'm not. I, 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 like a song, so. French in uh in college. <laughs> in fact, that's why I left college because they French me. God, yes, that woman hated oh. me. And she made it so difficult and made me feel like I was the shittiest person in the world for not being able to pronounce something correctly. And I was like, what was you know what? Something? I whew, Probably a was number. I don't know. No. But it's funny because the, the reason I just, I mean, I wanted Italian, but they didn't offer it. And the reason I chose French was right. like, well, I do love a lot of French films, so it'd be nice to watch it without subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, so anyway, I'll watch it with subtitles. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so uh, so he sends the horse back with him, and he's like, "Just put your one of your daughters on the horse and tell her to go back go, home, go, bitch. Go. And take, yeah. take her back home or take her back to the castle, and then she'll be stuck there forever." And blah blah blah. Yeah. So he goes back home. He's like, "Oh y'all, y'all go." Oh, by the way, while he was gone. And he was gone for a long time, I guess. I don't know. It seemed like a night. Yeah, three days, Johnny. Well, I'm saying like 
when he went to go find his ship or whatever, and then like I thought it was like a day or two or something, but apparently it was like long enough for the son to be like, I guess I'll sign away all my dad's belongings and shit so we can have some money to eat. <laughs> so the son sold all the furniture and belongings and everything. Yeah, and he was like, he's dead. We don't have money. And, <laughs> and the daughters are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We ain't got no seats to sit in. No nothing. <laughs> what is that noise? What happened? Uh that was that was me. I should probably can we pause? I should probably mute that because it's gonna do it again for sure. Yeah. What if you keep talking? I just won't be here for it. Oh my gosh, what's happening? Love you. Oh, she's screaming. Ah. Uh, So, so the son sold the furniture and the, uh, the sisters were pissed. Everybody's upset. Jean-Maurice is like, dude, you stupid, but I told you to do it. I helped you sign the papers. Uh, yeah, so, then what happens then? Oh yes, yeah, so then uh, the dad comes home. The dad finally gets back home, and he's like, uh, "So uh, my ships didn't come in. We still pull as fuck. And now I've accidentally promised you guys." One of you to go uh, take my place with this beast. <laughs> I sold Rose for Belle, and of course now the sisters are like you fucking cunt bag bitch. You just caused the death of our dad because you wanted a motherfucking Rose, you selfish bitch. Yeah, he and was she's to bring like, back a monkey before <laughs> Belle went and made him they take that Rose. Tools <laughs> and gowns and shit, yeah. but but Rose, oh that pushed everything over the edge. Just nasty, selfish bitch wanted a Rose. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, oh she's a horrible person. So oh she yeah. so she um so anyway, so she feels bad and everybody's like, oh geez Louise, what are we gonna do? And then now the dad's dying, by the way. Did we mention yeah. that before? He, he's always, he's he was always dying. It didn't, it didn't matter. It's just, this is just like the straw that broke the camel's back because he's, old, yeah, he's dying of old age, apparently. He oh bleeds in the mouth when he's I, old. And Belle is like, well, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sneak off in the night, get on the horse, go to the beast and go, go, go. Him and maybe it'll save my dad, I guess. I don't know. Just pause she, real quick, John. I want a quick note in here that Belle refused the proposal of her brother's friend, who's like not bad in the eyes, but it's also like, like, why? Uh, she said, no, couldn't do it. Because I don't want to be away from my dad. Oh yeah, and, that's yeah. No, yeah, yeah. But and then, then quick to get on that horse and leave. Yeah. Well, she was like, I would die of the grief of you being gone. I uh, I can't live without you. So sort of. And so she was like, All right, goodbye. Totally fine. She wants to save her dad <laughs> because, like, if he dies, she's dead. You know. Yeah. So she 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 dips on out. She go go goes on the on Maleficent. And she gets to. <laughs> the... uh, yeah, she she goes back yeah. to the cast. Uh, she's also enamored by all the enchantments. She's like, oh shit, there's hands and shit. Mm-hmm. And girl, you know, you're trying some things with that 
fucking hands. But anyways. So. <laughs> Dude, when she went in, like, all the open windows that still had bed sheets over them, loved that scene. Oh, it was I, beautiful. It's a beautiful slow motion. It's yeah. gorgeous when she runs up the stairs in her gown. And it's absolutely. And she's, like, slowly, like, skirting through it. Yeah, it's pretty There's great. A- beautiful special effects for this whole and we're, we're kind of discounting all that because we're trying to just tell the story but this is one of those things where it's a beautiful film to watch like you really should watch it it is it's very pretty yeah um it's it's one of those where it should be on your list of films to watch before you die kind of things like it's it's absolutely oh, wow i'm serious it's it's okay. amazing it's visually appealing for sure absolutely yes i would agree with that with cameras and actors and things. It's not done with animated things that are easy to do that with. It's practical, <laughs> is what John means. <laughs> I'm saying it takes a lot of skill to come up with that shit. So it does. It's watch art. it for that sake. And like I said, it still looks good. For It was 40, 46. I keep asking. I should know this. 46. So, hello, 1946. <laughs> and it's still amazing. It really does. It really keeps up with, I mean... It's beautiful. And the John, specs are very impressive. What? Can you light yourself? No, I Not don't know. Not for the audience. I just want to see you. I can't. Oh, I, I just want to see you. Can <gasps> you see me better now? No, that was worse. I don't know how to do it. Can you see me? Oh, perfect. Stay there the whole time. <laughs> Uh, like Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Except you have to go upside down. Hey, yeah, talk about Michael oh Renning. And... <laughs> I'm not talking about that stuff because we're not talking about that. So anyway, so, so Beast is there and every night he's going to come and ask her to marry him. And she's like, no, bitch, I ain't going to marry your ass. And he's like, well, I'm going to come back and ask every night. Now, in the original long-ass version that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. he asked... Every single night at 7 p.m. Probably, uh, <laughs> if if she would sleep with him, <laughs> like that's how raunchy that version was. That was old too. That's like that's like 1500s girl. I'm gonna check out that version. Yeah, that sounds fun. Is it just like that? Also, hey, was yo, hey yo, Bell, you wanna pop in these sheets tonight? It, no? Girl, okay, I'll be girl, back tomorrow. You, <laughs> like, you, he, you, he handles rejection yeah. really well, if that's the case. Like, I might be rough as a fucking beast, but I got these silky sheets. <laughs> 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 I don't know. So, <laughs> so anyway, so he and she's like, no, girl. Oh, by the way, um, uh, Jean Cocteau based the makeup and everything, the look of the beast off of a man that suffered from that uh, illness where hair grew out of all your pores. Oh, yeah. And, uh, which is funny because there's a film... I mean, it, called... it looks like it. Yeah. Freaks? It... Are you talking about Freaks? No, 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 not Freaks. It's a film called Fur that has uh, Robert Downey Jr. and he plays a character that has that problem. And uh, it's a it's a it's an imagined portrait of Jane Arbus. Is that how you say her name? She's a photographer. Anyway, they cut. It's like a fictional version of, of her falling in love with that character, and it has a very sexy scene where Nicole Kidman shaves Robert Downey Jr. Girl, it is hot. That From is a like sexy scene. Head to toe. 
Yeah, like shapes. Because it's like all over. It's all like over. Could like you imagine eyelid. the razor burn? She would have to change out blades. And, like, that you would, know, that was that the would thing be that so much. Me. That was the thing that bothered me about that scene was that I was like, you can't tell me. <laughs> First of all, that it took. I feel like it would have taken so long that he would have started growing hair back somewhere. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and she just say, save him and then it was like done. He was like a normal human again. Yeah, he looked like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And I was like, well, girl, clearly that's not going to happen. He's going to have some stubble all he over did. him, including oh, his eyeballs. Could you imagine that stubble? Like, cause you imagine like, having, I like, imagine that they you're are like, selfish like, woman. You wanted to shave like, me for yeah. your own gratification, and meanwhile, I gotta have all this hair grow back on my body. Because <laughs> I, I mean, growing a beard back is bad enough. Let alone like growing a oh whole body of hair like, on your tuchus and like in between your legs. Like, oh, God, think man. of all the little bumps. She didn't put no cream on him. I know she didn't. She, I don't think she did. I think yeah. she just like, like, a razor a... and a and a bottle what? of whiskey. I don't know. <laughs> Chug down on this fool. I'm gonna shave your ass. <laughs> anyway, not the point. So, uh, so anyway, so the bell goes back. She says no. She says no. She says no. And then she's like, "I wish I could see my daddy." Like, mm -hmm. like you remember in the. In the Beauty and the Beast by Disney, and he does. I think there is a magic mirror, right? Or no, she puts on a glove. No, well, there is a magic mirror. A magic when mirror. she first, when she first gets to the castle, she, I think she meets the magic mirror before she meets the Beast, and the magic mirror was like straight up with her. She was like, "I'm going to show you what you want to see, dog." And then she shows her her dad, who uh, he's laying in bed with a little bit of oh my like, God, blood on Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. And then she sees the beast, and he's like, I'm hideous. You're hot. Let's marry. Okay, oh. I'm going to ask you again at 7 p.m. So yeah. I'll see time. you at dinner. Time, like, time, 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 yeah. time. So, yeah, so and meanwhile, he goes out and kills things, and his hands smoke, and there's all kinds of special effects and great things. So yeah. He does. Uh, oh, and she... <laughs> he goes out and kills a thing, and he keeps asking her to forgive him, which... The Beast, like, Homegirl is mostly captive by the Beast and his, like, one-man, like, mon his monologues throughout the film. Because sometimes mm -hmm. he just says the same thing over and over and over again. And she's just like, I heard you. I heard it. I heard it. And I was like, Belle, this is my prison. <laughs> like, you and me both, lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. Um, yeah and he was just like forgive me forgive me forgive me forgive me and she was like you She's know like, what you're I a beast yeah, if that's not what you want to hear you're a beast and she and he was like I can't bear you to look at me with those eyes close the door and she was just like oh okay, okay. Like, can I see my dad like <laughs> so anyway so he gives her the gloves the magic gloves so she can go home yeah. And I yeah. don't know, is she gonna do it's there? Special like, love. Oh, and the the she dog, cries diamonds. Like, oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah. she goes back, and she's dolled up in her fancy fucking shit. 
Mm-hmm. And <laughs> in the biggest gown <laughs> that she could oh, find. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. And she goes, and the sisters are fucking like, whoa, what is this immaculate dress and these jewels? And she's like, I don't even care about the jewels. Here, take them. <laughs> and she gives them to them. And when she hands them over, they turn into what, coal or something? Like it was like, it was like old branches, like onion, like yeah, it was just or like whatever. Nasty shit. Yeah. <laughs> So basically and then, she but it was like fine. It wasn't. It wasn't spooky at all to anyone. She handed it to them. They were just roots. And then like they and dropped the them thing, to the like, ground, the, and her the dad picked them back up, and he was like, "The pearls are meant for you." Like, and everyone was like, "That that tracks. That, that tracks." Sense. Yeah, nobody's like <laughs> thrown off <Nobody laughs> one like, bit. Oh my god! So just like. We're gonna we're gonna throw you in that water, see if you float. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, plotting behind us. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's normal. Yep, 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 yeah, yep, 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 yep. Get the books. Get the books. Get the, get the fucking <laughs> Yeah, we'll weigh her on the scale. <laughs> scale, get the uh, burner. Burner. Anyway, so if she doesn't burn, it's fine. Uh, or whatever it is. <laughs> so anyway, so... <clears throat> uh, and then... She goes back. Why did she go back? I can't remember. Because she, she loves back. the beast. She kept trying to convince them that she wasn't in love with him, but she was fond of him. And it was Oh, yeah. Like, I think the guy, the genre, asked her, right? Like, what, you love the beast? And she's like... Yeah. Well, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, like uh, I see kindness in his eyes. <laughs> so she goes he, back. Maybe she he seems remorseful when he does beastly things. I think she has to go back. John, I need to see you. Pause the podcast. I can't. I can't pause. I don't know what to do. Maybe if I go over Your sunlight's... <gasps> but now I have to hold all this shit in my hands. Do you? Yeah, I do. I don't know where to put it. Uh, oh, but look how pretty. Ooh. Oh, 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 oh. Ooh. I did it too. So, anyways, Jean Cocteau, Beauty and the Bees. <laughs> she, anyway, <laughs> she goes back. <laughs> she goes back to him. He, uh, he's like, Oh, hey, girl, what's up? Oh, I'm dying. <clears throat> Let me get some water from this old, gross sewage. Oh, which, by the way, it was sewage. <clears throat> it was on the back of the uh, <laughs> the studio or whatever. It was like their sewage drain or something. So Right on. Yeah, well, oh, and by the way, he spent a lot of money on making the beast look all of so the reality. All of the reality... He wanted it to look like Vermeer paintings, by the way, which it did. It was very beautiful. Uh, and the rest of it was based off of some other artist, but I can't pronounce his name. And I'm not even going to try. So anyway. And uh, yeah. Gross. So anyway. So uh, so he she, she, he's dying. She's like, ah. And then there's the whole debacle of the brother and uh, Jean-Maurice going to the beast because like they're like oh shit all these riches and shit let's go back there let's kill him let's take shit they come across the pavilion and it's of course enchanted of some sort and they're like you can't go in there i think they get a warning too uh, probably uh, uh, that sounds about right like there's a glowing go shed that's gonna have like a little like sign 
And then like, when they tried to like, shoot arrows or something, they turned into flowers or something. It was whatever. Anyway, so they they break into the thing. Uh, and as soon as it happens, the beast turns into the human, which is Jean Maurice, and the not even like, the beast. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "Oh shit, you human!" And he's like, "Yeah, girl, I'm human. What you man?" She's like, "Well, that's You're okay. Not hot, yeah." And uh, it's like, "Okay, well, let's sail off into the clouds." And they jump, and it's reverse footage, and it's beautiful. And uh, oh yeah, they fly away. They but, fly like, away. Johnny, where? Where did they go? I don't know. They, they just he, like they just left the kingdom behind. Well, they they don't need a no more. And besides, those those people. What do you mean the- they don't need a no more? <laughs> <laughs> those other bitches ruined the enchantment anyway, so it doesn't matter. Mm. <clears throat> They He's enchanted him. enough to like zip up and away. You know, and I don't think they went into Jean Cocteau didn't go into the backstory. I don't think the the Belmont version did either. All the backstory of why the beast was enchanted and all that shit. Like no no no. The beast oh. all right, ready? The beast's parents didn't believe in sorcerers, and so a sorcerer Made them pay by cursing their son? That sounds right. That's what happened. And he was like, so this is me the way I was meant to be. You mad? And she was like... This is me! Yeah, and she was like, kinda, but like, what are we gonna do? I learned to love you ugly. I guess I'll learn to love you pretty. Sounds about right. Uh, I will say the live-action version of... uh, Well, no, actually... Let's go back. Let's go back to the animated version by Walt Disney in 1991. Mm-hmm. When he turned back into a human. Now, I know technically everybody liked the Beast. But, yeah. girl, that is one of the hottest dudes <laughs> ever. Like when he turned, Prince Eric. Yes. Are you kidding me? Now, Prince Philip is my favorite. But I will okay. say the human version of the Beast is fucking hot. Like, I was probably the only person not disappointed. I was like, uh, <laughs> yes, please. Just, he was hot. And he had those like big ass calves. It's just good. Just he good. did have big calves, but he also had really like plump lips. And yeah. like, I wasn't about it. What's wrong with that? I was like, give me my beast back. Whatever. Let's go I mean, back I to the library. I wasn't oh. into books, but libraries are. In fact, if he could switch thing, back, so. oh, you know? That'd be fun. <laughs> like, could you? He's could you? Still enchanted enough, just like flip flop. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I, you know, like every once in a while, I'm like, hey, hey, girl, you want to, you want to get back in that fur? You want to get back in that fur? <laughs> Belle's just suddenly like a furry, <laughs> and she's like in it. <laughs> she's, she's like, I just, I can't go back. <laughs> you're in their fantasy, and he'd have to come and hunt her. Ooh, oh, it's very sexy. Uh, hold on. I got an itch, and I can't hold all these things. Oh, my God. There's so much going on right now. Uh, 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 uh. I'm itching my... Mm-hmm. <laughs> In my neck. <laughs> Just so everybody knows. <laughs> so the camera, like, went up high enough for to not know what it was. So, anyway... Uh, so that's the end. 
And yeah, it concludes. They they fly off to to Fairyville and they leave their riches behind. I mean, I guess they can come back. Whatever, they can fly. It's fine. So maybe in that version, you can switch back and forth. She'd probably be okay with that. She'd probably prefer that. She like was open about it. She was like, Yeah, I think she well. prefer. So, what are your final thoughts? I. Th- thought like so when I first started watching it I was like oh I'm watching Beauty and the Beast and then when it started I was like oh I'm watching Cinderella and then I was like wait a minute this is still Beauty and the Beast because homegirl's name is Belle and they're like Belle 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 but she had like evil biological sisters like they were the worst yeah um, but I but I dug it overall it was a very pretty movie I told you I told you I was so excited for you to see it too yeah, I really, I really dug it. I really dug how pretty. I just like, even when when Belle comes back and like she sees her dad, she cries her diamonds, and like her dad's like, oh, you know, she's back for a week. This also reminded me of a story of the girl in the box. I don't know when I read about it. The girl, the woman, had not released her name, her like true identity, but she was like held captive for like seven or like 11 years or whatever and she was like a sex slave and she wanted to visit her family of whom she hadn't talked to for a good amount of time and he was like I'll give you a week and then she let him he let her go see her family and it was for like a weekend tops and he like brought her back but I was like oh no he's gonna bring her back so soon just like that girl who was living in that box but yeah anyway (laughs) <laughs> my goodness uh, but yeah so when she came out she cried a diamond she came out and her siblings and her brother's friend were like talking shit uh, he was like oh Belle's here and then one of them pops up above the uh, the bed sheet there's a lot of bed sheets and it's always gorgeous. oh yeah so this yeah. man like oh that was a that sheets. was the thing uh the bed sheets. It was yeah. actually uh, what during no after during or after the war. What when was forty six? I'm bad with dates. Uh, after World War uh, two, after two? World War two. Yeah, you're talking about yeah. like uh, the World War with like the Nazis and like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was well, like they had um, they had a lot of issues because of the repercussions of that like when they filmed it and they actually had a hard time finding sheets that were big enough for those scenes Mm -hmm. that didn't have patches all over them and when they did find them they ended up being stolen uh while they weren't filming so (laughs) it was very hard for them to keep them because everybody wanted those fucking sheets they were Um, they were quality sheets yeah they were super quality yeah very nice yeah, there's a bed sheet, and they did that. They did that move that you see where like one person pops up over the sheet, and then another person pops up, and then another person, and they pop out over and over and over. Like it was beautiful. Loved it. Oh, yeah. Loved it. And I it was, loved yeah. what one of her evil biological sisters was wearing, like a like a Panama hat, like a big one. Oh and yeah, I was like, love that hat. Yeah, she just looked like it looked like it was carved out of wood. Yeah, the the bitchy's daughter, the bitchy daughters were fucking bitchy, but they were dressed beautifully. They looked yeah, great. I mean, all of them were. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Except for the dad. Um, the dad didn't look good. Also, at any time. didn't bring up these things, but like he did a lot of fun camera transitions or, or scene transitions, like where 
uh, they'll be standing in a like a uh, I don't know how to explain that, but he'd have them standing on very specific spots. I mean, it looked casual. It didn't look like it was staged. And then when he faded the scene into the next scene, all of their heads were where the windows were in the house kind of thing. So it all lined up. Oh, okay. He did a lot of beautiful things. I love that kind of shit. Anyway, we also, we'll we'll do Orpheus at some point so I can, so you can see all those things that he did in that one. Orpheus, is that what you said? Yes. Orpheus. It's a, it's a version of uh, the Orpheus story that well, he did. Anyway, yeah. it's I mean, Jean Maurice is also in that, and then one of my favorite actresses I cannot remember her name. Oh my god, um, Maria Casares is in that, and oh my god, she's gorgeous. <laughs> I love her. She was also in Les Dames du Bois de Boulogne, which is a film that Jean Cocteau wrote, but he mm-hmm. did not direct. But anyway, uh, also fantastically gorgeous. I think it was yeah Jean Cocteau before before filmmaking. He was also best known as being a poet, right? Yeah, he was a poet and a a playwright, and he actually, Mm -hmm. he did Blood of a Poet very early on, the film Blood of a Poet, and it was very successful, but then he had, because of the war and everything, uh, he decided to write plays instead, and then when those started to get hard to produce because of the the Nazis and all that kind of shit, uh, and their censorship of everything... He decided, well, I should probably start making films, and Beating the Beast was the first one that he did when he came back. And like, Blood of a Poe was like what nineteen twenty something, and then this was nineteen forty six. So it was a long gap in between. But he basically was adapting a lot of his stage plays into films, and um, uh, but that's why he came back into to do film. Was that that? Well, that and he's. <laughs> I mean, obviously good at the special effects. Like, amazing. Um, But I felt like there was something else I was going to say there, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, we're all waiting for it. He did everything, though. He he, he also wrote ballets. He did, I mean, he just did, he was one of those people that was just amazing at everything he did. Yeah. And he liked the man. Girl. Just saying. He was the gay. He's a gay. Oh, yeah, and that's always a plus. We're always looking. Always a plus. Always looking always for, look uh... for the gays. <laughs> 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 they coming out of the woodwork. So, uh, anyway, so yeah. Uh, what, uh, so your final thoughts for what now? I can't remember. Oh what no, I dug it. Yeah, no. I don't have a rating. Do you want me to rate it? Oh, uh, we forgot six, to do ratings on the last one. Six, but our. Are we doing ratings? Six we start them, but then, out of ten. Wait, no, six toesies. You only give them six toes. Yeah, like what is a ten to you? Obviously, Midsummer. Well, Barry uh, Lyndon is <laughs> a ten to me. I uh, would give Terminator this one. Two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're different people, John. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Kidding. So Barry Lyndon's my ten toes. I'd give this one nine. Nine. Yeah, I I, I would genuinely give it like seven and a half. Like I could keep balance on. It is toes. it is yeah. seriously one of my top films of all times. I I absolutely love this film. And you know what? I can see <clears throat> and I can see why. It's yeah, good. it's um it's also Jean Cocteau films are some of my favorite to put on before I go to sleep, mm-hmm. uh, especially Blood of a Poet. But this one is one that I've seen 
a lot because of that reason. Like I'll, yeah, I love it. So yeah, nine nine toes for me. And um, what would I you hate suggest? that we're doing toes? <laughs> I hate that it we works with our theme. And now we're like committing to it for like we forgot no to get some our toe. Ten toes, obviously. Well, toes for you. I, I'd give that. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna follow suit with you, and I'd give that seven and a half toes. <gasps> I mean, that's good. That's pretty good. It's a pretty good yeah. rating. Most of the stuff, like even I pick, I would give like four toes. <laughs> like I mean, I don't uh, know what's I, wrong with me. I feel Maybe like I vibe. We'd probably give that. Did we already toes that one? I think we gave it five toes. I think it was one foot on the ground. I think that's what we gave. That's oh, where we yeah. started this with the. That's how yeah. that's one foot on the ground. Five toes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so this would be an unbalanced foot on the ground, but it's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's mostly on the ground. Mostly on the ground. You wouldn't be able to tell. <laughs> no. So, what's your suggestion? I would probably, I don't know, honestly, the 1991 Beauty and the Beast. Or, yeah, no, you know what? You know what? If you like this, but you also like comedy, like like a lighter, like a fair, Ever After. Which one's Ever After? The one with Drew Barrymore. Oh, Cinderella yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, keep yeah. Cinderella that on Blu-ray, but it's like more expensive than I wanted it to be. So weird. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not like, I know, like I a five dollar bin, yeah. A cheapy one. I also can't find a clueless at a cheap price either. Because I need to replace oh. that. Anyway, not the point. So hit up a big lots when the Yeah, I wish. I, you know I go over. to all of those. Seriously. Really? You just check those constantly. Thing? Well, you need to go oh, check well. it. Well, I, I've got great fucking things at those places, though. I, oh, I got big lots. I kids. got Robocop. I got a Blu-ray of Robocop from there. Yeah, for like two got, bucks. The nice. I got most of my Terminators there. Yeah. Well, half. I got um, a set of Dracula films, the, the old ones oh. with it Bella Lugosi, I think. It's a whole entire series of Dracula films, including the ones where he met Elbert, uh, uh, El, uh, Abbott and Costello. Excellent. But it's like a whole box set that was like, I don't know, $10? It's like, fuck yeah, give me that fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, you find amazing things there. Yeah, uh, Riddick, I got the Riddick movies, the whole series. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, first of all, I, I actually just was not expecting like but, you'd be a Chronicles of Riddick type of guy because that's like Pitch Black, right? Well, Pitch Black was the first one, and then Chronicles. Yeah. Of, but they also had, and this is going to be the big uh, money Go factor ahead. for me, the short animated film that was directed and designed by Peter Chung, who did Eon Flux. So, oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. I'm gonna love that. So yeah, I was excited to get that for five dollars. Right anyway, um, what would you recommend? I would recommend. I was actually, I was hoping you were going to suggest Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> oh, because that one is good. That one yeah. is super good, and I didn't think about it. I should have. Uh, because That's I was either one. going to do that, or I was going to say you should pick another Jean Cocteau and go for Orpheus. I haven't Honestly. seen Orpheus, so I, I, know, I couldn't recommend I know. it. Or you could do Les Dames du Bois de Boulogne. 
I don't oh, know. I have one. a lot of yeah, for sure. suggestions. Yeah. In fact, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and suggest that nobody's going to watch it, so it doesn't matter anyway. Uh, uh, we'll put a we'll put a link in the uh, in the show notes. And, yeah, I like yeah. doing that. I did that with the last one. I thought it was kind of cool. Awesome. So you guys can check those out. See what if you want to check them out or whatever, and Absolutely. do that shit. And uh, so yeah, you can find us on the social medias. We've got the Instagram. Mm-hmm. One foot. Podcast. Oh, one foot podcast, and uh-huh. you can find us at one foot podcast at gmail.com. You can email us anything, requests, any comments, concerns, anything like that. If you just want to reach out, say hello, do if it. You say we our was bad. That's cool too. Just I uh, yeah, I I in particular like that. So address it to me and like the yeah, subject. They, actually, John yeah. was shitting at this thing. So that way, yeah, if I say so, it's but, for you, I'll just not read it. I'll be like, oh. Oh, yeah, and I'll be like, it's for me, John, you did great. <laughs> a couple notes. It your pronunciation yeah. of billion. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, and I won't be able to tell because I can't read. Um, <laughs> so it's it. perfect. Yeah, uh, and then, yeah, we're One Foot Podcast everywhere on the social medias except for Facebook where we're One Foot Podcast on uh, on the ground. Or no, we're One, one Foot on the Ground. I forgot our podcast name. Yeah. Um, one Foot on the Ground <laughs> Podcast. Uh, and, yeah, next week we're going to be watching Sleeping Beauty. What year is that, John? Shit. Uh, we're going to be watching Sleeping Beauty, the only one you know. And <laughs> I want to say it's, oh, shit, 59? I think. Are you sure it's not sixty-one? No, it's not sixty-one it's, for sure. It's definitely fifty. It's the. It's fifty-nine. Sleepy Beauty, nineteen fifty-nine, <laughs> or the other, the only one you know, and uh, uh, we'll or John's probably right. <laughs> yeah, John's probably right, but I didn't verify it, so I can't <laughs> commit to it. Uh, I'm really. So. I, I, I'm always toggling with that one, but I'm pretty sure it's nineteen fifty-nine. 1959. Bye-bye!